hello and welcome to another episode of Walkie Movies. Myself, Nick, because it's a one-man podcast. Who else you expect to be on it? And look, before anyone points out, yeah, I appreciate that this used to be for a period of time a two-hander with an absolute nut job. But hey, those days are long gone. And if I ever get around to it, so will those episodes. So, it's the... Checks the watch. 5th of September in the year 2021, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it is like a summer's day. You might hear some wind because there is a very light, breezy wind, which is really good because it is warm. It's uh, 23 OC, which is what. Uh, mid-80s, I think, early 80s in Fahrenheit. Either way, it's September. Like, this is, this is like July weather. This is August weather. This isn't September weather. But our summer has been a bit mess, messed up, so maybe um, maybe of an extension of that. Anyway, not here to talk about the weather or even the day and time that I'm recording this podcast it is of course talking about the film of which I'm making my journey towards the cinema for Um, and that is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings hello puss cat just laying in the grass there by the way that's not part of the title that was something completely different Um, so I forgot I think when I last recorded um I think I forgot this was coming out as soon as it was. So I did say that I might go and see Candyman. I've not had a chance to. Um, I may try and get to see Candyman, but I'll, I'll equally be happy to watch it at home. I'm not that fussed. It's had mixed reviews for a Jordan Peele kind of produced film. He didn't direct it, but uh, he's an executive producer. I think he might have helped write it as well. But it's had some mixed reviews, which is interesting. Some people love it, others hate it. But, uh, yeah, but I'm not here to talk about that film. I'm here to talk about Shang-Chi, like I said. And I did have to have the Wikipedia page open because I thought I was going to fluff up the title. So I didn't, because I was literally reading it there. Um, so Shang-Chi is a Marvel character has been a Marvel character for quite a while, but it's not a character that I've ever encountered. You know, I've been very... The mainstream Marvel characters, you know, your Avengers, Spider-Man, obviously, um, those kind of main big characters I know quite a bit about, but it's these characters like Shang-Chi. Guardians of the Galaxy is another one. You know, I didn't know anything about that comic book before the film came out. Still don't know much about the comic book now, but what I mean is I had no kind of concept of what the film might be like before it came out. Um, and so this is the same with, with Shang-Chi, really. Um, I have seen a couple of trailers for this film. I remember seeing the first trailer when that dropped last year. 
and there was a newer trailer which I have seen just because every film I've been to see at the cinema has had a trailer for Shang-Chi and I've not watched I didn't watch the whole thing didn't sat glued to the trailer um, trying to look at my phone just because I don't like to if, if it's a film I'm going to go and see I don't want to see too much before I see it so I'm not completely you know I know, I know roughly what's going on and the trailers might look really good so for that part I'm excited for it but it's that unknown kind of uh, the unknown of the character and the world that I'm about to be put into that's what I'm not I'm not sure about now this film came out on Friday it I know some people that have seen it I've not heard anyone being that negative about it I've heard some people be very positive this is going to be a unique experiment for Disney as well because this is the first film since uh, Onward that Disney are putting out which uh, is only getting a cinema release so I'm not going to start talking about the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit on here but uh, that was still Black Widow getting a almost day and date release for the cinema and also for Disney Premier Access but this film doesn't have that this film is only at cinemas and I've not announced how long it's going to be at cinemas for recent history suggests it's going to be at least 45 days before you can rent it and somewhere between 60 and 90 days before you can buy it which is probably the same time it's going to appear on Disney Plus so if you're on the fence about this film regardless of what my feelings are uh, after I've watched it that's what you're looking at if you don't want to go to cinema that's that's your kind of window of when you'll be able to watch it at home at the moment uh, Disney having confirmed dates but that's just going on what's come before uh, that's the only indication we have so the act that's playing Shang-Chi is uh, Simu Lu who I'm not familiar with but believe he was in Kim's yeah Kim's Convenience which is a Canadian was a Canadian sitcom um, that was on well the same network that made Shits Creek as well so it might be worth looking at um, Benedict Wong is going to be in this as well who uh, plays Wong in the Doctor Strange films or uh, part of the Avengers when he appears with Doctor Strange uh, so that's good that's the crossover there and Aquafina who in the first row at least had quite a big part of that trailer dedicated to her she is she's interesting I, I think she started as a, a bit of a rapper um, like comedy rapper and then kind of got into acting and uh, she's got a good show that's Comedy Central I think in the US I play in the UK called Noah from Queens it's only a short like, I think it's about 10 episodes but that was that was quite good 
Um, and she's excellent in Jumanji too. Stole that film for me, doing <laughs> doing Danny DeVito better than Danny DeVito could do. Uh, <laughs> really enjoyed doing that. Um, so what I can what I've been able to like find out from from seeing the trailers is it's very uh, kung fu heavy. So has that kind of feel of Mulan, but more recently. But things like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I suppose. Um, but not set in that time. That was obviously set hundreds of years ago. Um, this is modern day. But it looks like that kind of uh, that kind of cinematography they're going for, mixed with Marvel, which is interesting. I mean, what the reason why I'm quite excited to see this really is what one it's a new Marvel film and <laughs> we haven't had many of those and Black Widow was great I really enjoyed Black Widow but it wasn't progressing the new phase forward you know because it was a prequel so you know this is the first of those new kind of films that's gonna be doing that um, and and also, like the trailer just made it look interesting and exciting and not like a regular Marvel film. And look, as much as I love Marvel films, they can sometimes get a little bit too uh, formulaic. So the fact that we've got this, which is uh, a different vibe and a new hero, can be a good thing. On the flip side of that argument, You've got a character that no one has got, a, or not many people have got a frame of reference for. We've not heard his name. He's not appeared in any prior Marvel films. So that side of things is risky, I think. Um, now, it's too early for box office, but it is tracking to open between 50 and 80 million this weekend in America which is going to be I think one of the biggest Labor Day debuts of all time or something right. which is good news because that is the, the risk Disney have played by releasing the way they have but we'll have to wait and see time will tell and not too long because I'm about halfway to the cinema so I'll leave this here and we'll catch up after seeing the film Peace. Okay, so I've, I'm now on my way home from watching Shang-Chi. Um, you know, I don't know if you know, there's a, there's a Mitchell Webb sketch. If I remember it correctly, they're playing Nazis. And at one point, one of them turns around and says, the other one, are we the bad guys? And that's what I feel like I'm going to be today with this. And actually, just before I started hitting record here, before I went in, I started listening to my friends over at Diz Down Under who watched this last week and did a kind of review discussion about it on, on their latest show, um, which also came out on the 5th of September if you want to go and look that up, depending on when you hear this. Um, and I really enjoyed it a lot. And for me... It's definitely in my top 25 Marvel films. But where it sits, I don't know. Quite, 
quite near the, uh, the end of that list. Man, this is a mixed film for me. Um, I mean, let's let's start with the positives because there are some. I thought the the actual choreography was great. Uh, the fight scenes in general were great. Um, I think they were really well done. Um, they were different to what you kind of get in a Marvel film. It, it was very much like watching a proper um, film from China in that regard like it, it was really well done and they were entertaining so that was good um, acting wise similarly is a weird one because I'd say for the first half of the film I thought he was really good but towards the end of the film I don't know it it felt like he lost his buzz a little bit and unfortunately as as comic book films generally do it does end up to be a bit of a CGI fest towards the end and I wonder if that was the reason why his performance seemed to to change Um, because it was getting very effects heavy and he was probably doing a lot of stuff against green screens at that time. Um, I don't know. It just didn't 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 feel right. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. Okafina, um, she, uh, she had a bit more to play with than she does in some of the other film appearances I've seen. Um, but again, it, it did it did feel. It felt a little bit, and I can't remember what his name is, but um, Martin Freeman's character, um, who pops up in a few Marvel films, but especially in Black Panther, when he suddenly has to kind of like get involved in the action. That's what uh, the character Katie kind of did, I think, in this film. Um, she was still kind of the comic relief, but she did kind of have a bit of meat uh, in that role, so that's that's good. Um, you know that was that wasn't that wasn't too bad. Um, Benedict Wong, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Um, so Wong is in this film, and it is it is proper cameos. Um, I almost don't know why. Um, Michelle Yeo um, played uh, Ying Nan, who was the the aunt to Shang-Chi and his sister. Um, she's always great and stuff. She was she was particularly great in this. Um, I, I did I did feel she did a really good job. Ever you know from when she started to the whole way through. Um, so yeah, that was definitely that was definitely uh, a plus point of the film. Um, Tony Lung, who I know the name of, but I can't I can't picture any films I've seen him in. I must have seen him in something. Um, he played Wenru, who was uh, Shang Chi's father, 
Now, and this is this is one of the issues I have with the film. He's supposed to be a villain, but you never. There's one sequence you see, two sequences, you see him doing anything closely resembling a villain type of uh, piece. Um, yeah, I, I. For me, a villain is supposed to be the person you're against the whole film. I didn't feel that with, with this character. It was weird. Um, he was good, as, you know, in the role. He's a pretty good actor and, um, again, did some really good fight scenes. But, yeah, I, I was a bit confused as to who I was supposed to be rooting for or rooting against with with regard to him. It, very, very strange. Um, I don't normally do spoilers, but... Here's a spoiler. Um, Tony Slattery. Is it Trevor Slattery? Not Tony Slattery. <laughs> Tony Slattery is someone completely different. Trevor Slattery, who is the character we saw in Iron Man 3 as the Mandarin and found out it was actually an actor called Trevor Slattery. Uh, he's back in this film because obviously it ties in. Um, so we've got Ben Kingsley back. Now, for somebody who prides himself on, on what an amazing actor he is, um, his Scouse accent in this is an abomination. Um, we'll come to abomination in a minute. But, I mean, I thought Ray Winston's accent in Black Widow was bad. This is far more hammy than that. Um, and I really liked him in Iron Man 3, but I... Yeah, this was annoying to me. I really didn't think it was it was good. I, I guess why they had to... Did they have to put him in the film? No, actually. They could have referenced him, absolutely. But I don't think he needs to be a, a supporting character in this film. Um, so, yeah, that... He really, he really annoyed me. And I'm a big defender of Iron Man 3. Because the Mandarin, as a character, is a wishy-washy racist stereotype um, and it was right that they kind of did what they did with that character and they even referenced it in this film um, so that was that was good I'm glad I did that but yeah again almost wish he hadn't appeared in the film um, oh boy um I think I think I'm surprised as well because I was actually looking forward to this. I really I really did, and maybe because I heard people raving about it, I was expecting a bit more. The annoying thing is, it's not an awful film. It's not an awful film. There are there are lots of good bits. I said like the, the fight scenes, especially, are so well done. Um, but for me. There is a lot of plodding along, a lot of backstory, which some of it is warranted and I think adds to the film, so that's good. But there are there's so much more that I just think didn't need to be there. Just just pads the, the running time out, which actually I suppose it's quite short for Marvel film. It's about two hours ten, I think. Um but just, just, just didn't need to be in there, and I think that's another thing that does annoy me. It just 
feels so padded and bloated at times. You know, you get a really exciting sequence. I think, wow, this is great. And I remember like, the first half an hour, really, really enjoyed it. And then it starts to slow down and plod. You're like, oh, more of this. Um, and I've got to say, like, the, the final fight, which is between uh, dragons, is, is definitely among some of the worst big fight scenes in Marvel films. Just couldn't really see what was going on. And it was, it was awful. Uh, yeah, I just, just, just wasn't, wasn't feeling it. It's, I'm make, I'm saying all the negative stuff. Look, it's not the, it's not the worst film I've seen. It's not the worst Marvel film I've seen. But this was supposed to be the start of Phase Four. Well, I suppose Black Widow was, but it's a prequel. This is the film that's pushing us forward in Phase Four, and. To me, this needs to be a big bang, and it was like a damp squib. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think that's why I feel the way that I do about it. Uh, I just wanted and expected better, and maybe that's maybe that's my fault. But I'm disappointed. I don't know, but I just feel it's a real blown opportunity. It was always going to be an uphill battle because you were. This was a film other than Wong, uh, an even briefer cameo from Abomination that we haven't seen since the, the 2008, was it, Incredible Hulk film? That's when the Marvel Cinematic Universe started. Um, which apparently Tim Roth was back to do voice work for. Don't know if that's true, but that's what I saw elsewhere. Um... Yeah, I just, I wanted more. Uh, this did not feel like the big start that we needed for, for Phase 4. Yeah, I need to kick it up a gear. It's a shame because this, especially especially from a casting perspective, was such an important film. And I think they did a good job generally with the casting. Um, you know, and it was good to watch a film... With so many non-white people in it uh, made a refreshing change, but I just, I just don't think the film itself lived up to it. Was it the script? Was it direction? Not sure. Go and enjoy the fighting, um, and go and watch it because it's a Marvel film as well. But as I always do when I wrap this up. Do I recommend you go and see this at the cinema? Nah. Nah. Uh, if you wait for this to hit Disney+, Plus, you're not missing out. That's a sad reality. Uh, I mean, arguably, I could have said the same about Black Widow. Because that wasn't pushing things forward, but... Nah. I can't, I can't say that you should be rushing. And I've seen a lot of people complaining that this film wasn't on Disney Premier Access and so it was either you have to force yourself to the cinema which a lot of people still aren't comfortable with doing and I absolutely get that especially in certain parts of the world um, 
but yeah for me this is this is a dud and I, I couldn't say rush to go and see it I'm going to try and make my wife watch this when it does come out on Disney Plus to see what she thinks and you know what I hope, I hope I'm alone <laughs> I hope I'm just miserable and grumpy and I've missed the entire fun of this film but for me so many plot holes plot holes which could have easily been filled up with the time that they had but instead they plodded along um, you know I don't understand how they got their powers was it the ring that his mum didn't have 10 rings and yet she had similar powers uh, so how did they get those you know just, just so many things so many question marks um, so yeah look still go and see it a, 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 a bad Marvel film still not the worst still better than most of DC's output that's for sure um, but just don't rush is my advice on this one real shame so that's it you can probably hear from me I'm really downbeat about this uh, it does happen doesn't it when you're kind of looking forward to something and it doesn't live up to expectations but yeah I will watch it again as I said at some point uh, hopefully with my wife just in case she only wants to watch it once um, but yeah for me it's it's one of the low points of Marvel so far wow didn't expect to be saying that um, when I'm when am I going to be back don't know uh, <laughs> films are getting their releases all pushed around at the moment Ghostbusters have been pushed back another week uh, that's not out till November at the moment Bond is still coming out at the end of September Carnage has been pushed back a month that was due out in September that's been pushed back now uh, Eternals is still uh, looking to be released early November we'll see if that still happens so yeah I don't know is the honest answer uh so subscribe if you want to if you don't want to i don't blame you it may not always be entertaining um but yeah there you go it's a shang chi didn't hate it but i'm just very disappointed really disappointed <laughs> so that'll do i will uh speak to you when i go and see another film uh and until then flynn lives i wish i knew how would feel to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say say I'm loud say I'm clear for the whole round This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.